So we're starting Subastaf Tzadi Dalid. We're going to the Mishnah, the bottom of Tzadi Gimel Mabez. In the last previous Mishnah, we discussed what happens if a man is married to multiple women and their Subas all came into effect on the same day. Over here, we're going to be discussing Misha Hayanosu, says the Mishnah Dalid Nashim. Somebody marries four women, Umes, and he dies. Now, over here, the women were all Nishtabit, their Subas Nishtabit, they were married on different days, different times. So now, Harishayna Kedemis Lashnia. The lady with the earliest ksuba goes before she gets from the asset she collects before the second, the second collects before the third, and the third before the fourth. They're each a woman to, in regards to ksuba as a din of a balchayv, and therefore, when you have to hand out the money, you go in order of who is owed the debt, earliest date to latest. Okay, now what happens is, and the third one goes before the fourth. Now, the first lady has to swear to the second lady. What's, what what shua is she making? So Rashi says, Im shnia So the second lady says, Look, you, lady number one, are coming to take first. Swear to me that you didn't take, you didn't collect anything from my or our husband, Klum. Because maybe there won't be enough left for me. So you're taking first off the top. I want to make sure that I'm going to have, I have the ability to, to require you to make a shua. And really, as we're going to see in the Gemara, lady number two is taking the shua for all the other women, for all the other wives. Lady number one basically has to swear that she didn't receive anything from the husband towards her ksuba and that everything she's taking, she's entitled to. Vishniya Lishlishis, the second lady swears to the third one. Vishlishis Ravias, the third lady swears to the fourth lady. Ravias Nefrash Lebeshvua. So the Tanakama holds that the fourth lady can go ahead and get paid her ksuba without a shvua at all. Bananas Aimer. Bananas says, I don't understand. Why can she get paid without a shvua? Since she's the last one taking, she should benefit. What do you mean? Every, they're all required to take a shvua. Okay? That's what Bananas says. So we have to see in the Gemara what the Machlikis is between the Tanakama and the and, and, uh, Tanakama and Bananas. Then, let's say, all women's ksubas were on the same day. So then, okay, that then they would actually, even if it was written on the same day, if they wrote hours in the star, so there was time, that it was date stamped in the star, so then you would give according to not just the days, but the hours, the time stamp as well. And if, they, one, if, if, she married, if he married one woman at 9 o'clock in the morning, and one at 10 o'clock, one at 11, or at 12, okay, actually, uh, there, there is um, the... Achronim asks a question that we say, you can't really get married to the same woman on the same day, so what do you mean they get married? Um, however, the Ramam does bring this lashon. The point is that the ksuba, however you're neschayiv ksuba, it's the wedding, or they wrote the ksuba on that day, but either way, however you're neschayiv ksuba, if there's a date stamp, so then the date stamp, we're going to follow that, even if it's hours, not just days. Okay, they used to write choice. Now, again, and like we saw in the previous Mishnah, if there's multiple women and it, they're all written on, on the same, either the same day and we didn't time stamp, we don't put hours in, or on the same hour, then we're going to split it evenly. Okay, so what is the machlekes? Again, we said that the first lady taking would have to swear, Baal Chayrisha would have to swear, and that the second lady didn't uh, take anything she wasn't supposed to. And we have a machlikis now in regards to the fourth lady. The fourth lady, essentially, she doesn't have to leave a, or anything over for anybody else. Um, and therefore, um, and therefore, 
why should she require Shvua? And the way Rashi in the Mishnah says this, but the way we have to understand this is that, yes, there might be Yusayimim here, but they're Yusayimim G'daylam. And you only have to swear, the standard understanding is that you would only have to swear when taking Aksuba from Yusayimim Ketanim, but not Yusayimim G'daylam. Okay, and therefore, Altsdi Yusayimim, there's no Shvua required, but if you're taking before ahead of the other wives that also have a Shibud, on the husband's nechassim, so you would have to swear to the next in line to make sure that you, and they would require, so again, number two would require number one, and so on and so forth, uh, to sh- swear that when you're taking that you didn't receive anything towards your ksuba, and in case the, um, in case the husband's assets come up short, that you took what was rightfully yours. So now, what is the machlikas, whether or not the fourth one, meaning there's nobody after her, so who's she swearing to? Why did Tanakama says that she doesn't have to swear? And Benana says, ah, she should gain? Why should she gain? So what's the machlikas, whether the fourth one swears or not? So we're going to have three ways of explaining it. Turns out that one of the sadas, Rashi says, Okay, they did the chalukah, and it turns out that lady number three's field is going to have problems, right? Word on the street is that it wasn't really, didn't belong to the husband, that it was someone else, it was stolen, and it's going to be taken away from her. And really, so what's the underpinning of the machlekes? So what? They're having a machlekes. What happens if a later balchayv takes? Can we go back and claw it back? What the... F- what the later Balchayv, the Hainu over here, we're going to treat each lady as a Balchayv. So lady number four, what she took, okay, Loi Gava, isn't a permanent collection. Meaning if something, it's based on the fact that everything that was collected before was rightfully, rightfully belonged, belonged to the husband. So, Tanakamas of Masha Gava, Loi Gava, that what the fourth lady took, if it turns out, let's say that the third lady's karka or any of the early lady's karka will be taken away from the estate so they can go back to the fourth lady and take what they wanted. Okay, and therefore, that's the Tanakamas. Therefore, you don't have to make it, the fourth lady doesn't need to make a shua to anybody because she doesn't necessarily keep anything. If anything goes wrong with anything that was taken earlier, we're going to come back on her and take it away from her. Ubenana Savar, Masha Gava, Gava. Bananas holds that what was collected is permanent. And therefore, lady, you had four balei chayv, lady number one, lady number two, lady number, three, lady, number three, lady number four, lady number three collected, whatever she collected, it's her problem. If it gets taken away, we're not going to come back on lady number four. Okay, and therefore, since we're not going to come back, and in a situation where the estate won't have anything left, so we're going to require lady number four to make a shvua that she didn't take anything improperly, because if she wasn't entitled to uksuba, because let's say her husband had already paid it, so then the estate would have money when lady number three's field got taken away, so she can go back and uh, take whatever's left in the estate. But s- since we're not going to take it away from lady number four, we're not going to take it away from the lady, therefore she has to make a shvua to say that I took rightfully. That's one way of explaining the machlekes. Shmuel. Rav Nachman says, no. In other words, really, <laughs> the fourth one is never going to be permanent if it turns out there was something wrong with the third balichayv, the third lady. So then we're going to claw it back from the fourth lady. I, if so, so why does the fourth lady make a shvua? We're going to claw it back anyway, so who, what's she making a shvua about? If something goes wrong, we're going to take it away from her anyways. So the Gemara says, There's a machlikis, whether or not we're concerned that she may ruin the land. Okay, that there's a proper way to care for the land, and if you, if you knew that it was going to stay by you for a long period of time, so then we knew that it was going to stay by you for a long period of time, then we would go ahead 
and she would go ahead and take care of the land. But because over here, we don't know, could be that it'll come back on her. She doesn't know. Um, could be that there's going to be a problem with one of the first three ladies who took. So she's not going to pay so much attention and she's going to get what she can out of the land to the, to the detriment of the long term. She's going to uh, prioritize short-term gains while she has land. She's allowed to have from it over long-term, you know, the, the payers or whatever, over long-term, and she's going to ruin the land. Marasava Benana says, We're concerned that because there's three other women that anything could go wrong with the, with the three of them, and then they're going to come back on her and claw it back, so therefore we're concerned that she's not going to care for the land, the long-term viability of the land. Okay, and the Tanakama holds, we're not concerned of Shematachsev. She's not going to um, ruin, she's not going to ruin the land, the mice that she has it. She's not going to be so concerned that it's going to be taken away. Now, there is just, uh, before we move forward, there's a question that Tysus asks over here. That is, that if we're viewing to the fourth lady, we're viewing the earlier three ladies as a Baal Chayv, and the, what we're saying is that any time a Baal Chayv collects something, we have to be concerned of Shematachsev. So why don't we require any Baal Chayv to make a show? Why is it Dafka here? Meaning, you could have a situation where someone collects, if you hold that as Reb Nachman and Rabbah says, that will claw back. So any Baal that comes to take it, why is this only concerned specifically here by these ladies and not by any Baal that Shema Tachsif, that the land, we should require any Baal collecting to swear because the land may be taken away from them. They might, concern, they might be concerned that the land would be taken away from them, meaning that maybe there was an earlier Shibud that the Loiva had earlier to this Baal who collected and it should be taken away. And Taisa's answer is that the, over here, we're specifically worried. We've seen this idea of Shemataksa before, but that was you know, where there was more reason to be concerned. That over here, because there's three other women, so there's three Balei Chayven that lady number four knows about. That's why. So she's, gonna, she's not going to have a lot of confidence that the land's going to stay. Something's going to go wrong with one of the three. What are the chances that all, their, all the three of theirs are going are gonna to end up being, uh, you know, long-term, no one's going to come back and complain against it, but by normal Balchayv, because they don't know, just because there might be someone, another Balchayv out there in the ether, it's not a reason to be machs of the land. That's the way they answer it. Okay, but that's Al-Kabanam answer number two. So answer number one is, this Machleik is Benanas and the Tanakhama, whether we require the fourth lady to swear, is whether we say Shemagavam, Mashagavam Legavam, or Mashagavam Gavam, meaning when the when a Balchayv, a later Balchayv, who has the weakest claim, um, gets paid, do we say that if something goes wrong with some of the earlier Baal it's going to be taken away? That is Shmuel's way of explaining. Rabbi Nachman Amar Rabbi Baravua said that no, that everybody agrees that we're going to claw it back from the later Baal which is a question of to be concerned Shema Tachsef, and therefore that she's going to ruin the land, therefore we require a Shua. Abaya Amar, no. What are they arguing? Abaya Kshisha. Detani Abaya Kshisha. Meaning, we said, why don't you have to swear here because you know, Masha Gava You're not going to have to go back on the lady. It's nothing to do with Baal over here. It's very simple. Anytime you take from Yisayimim, you have to make a shua. I, we said here, it's Yisayimim G'daylim. Well, that's subject to Machlekes. Tatana Abayik Shisha. Yisayimim Sha'amru G'daylim Ve'etzarachlamer Ketanim. Okay, that Yisayimim, you have to swear anytime you're collecting from Yisayimim is even G'daylim. So Tanakama Leslie Abayik Shisha, he doesn't hold this. He says that the only time you have to swear is when collecting a Ksuba. So again, really, Mitzad, the other three women, we don't have to reckon with them at all. She comes last, she collects. We don't have to deal with Baal Chayv Mocha or not. We don't have to get involved in that at all. It's very simple. The question is, when, when the fourth lady collects, she's collecting from Yisaymim, who are G'daylim. So do we require a Shvua to collect from Yisaymim G'daylim? Tanakama says, Tanakama, Leslie, the doesn't hold the Abayik Shisha and says, no, when you're collecting from Yisaymim G'daylim, you don't need to swear. Ubenanas is like the Abayik Shisha. He holds that you do have to swear. Amar, new case. Okay, and from, we're gonna, new case, new din, that we're going to learn, try to learn something out of our Mishnah from. Amar Ravuna, 
Hani Treachi Treshotvi. Let's say you had two brothers or two partners that are essentially they are jointly invest in, invested in something, right? So two brothers, they have a chilek in the father's estate, so they're essentially partners, or any two regular partners. So let's say somebody brings a claim against them, against either the two brothers or the partners, we'll call them partners, and one of the partners goes to court with the, with the claimant, Ladina, okay, and he loses. So the partner loses. Now the partnership essentially costs the partnership. They have to pay a fine or whatever. They lost the they lost the court case. So now the other partner can't say You get nothing out of my chelik. He can't say, you know what? You took my partner to court about our business venture. Well, you didn't take me to court, so you could only collect from my partner. You can't get anything from me. However, when one part one one partner goes to court, he's considered doing a shlichus of the entire partnership together. They asked him the following question: "Mai Amar Lehu Masisani?" This is our Mishnah. We see this. We see it very clearly. Okay. Well, we said over here that when there's four ladies, lady number one collects. She just swears to lady number two. She doesn't have to swear to lady number three or lady number four. My time, Alamisham de Shlichusavid. We see that it, it goes together Shlichus. Okay, that when the, when the second one makes the first one swear, it's like she's making them swear in regards to everything else. They're considered quote unquote partners in this matter. So the says, What are you talking about? Me, dummy. How could you compare? Over there, the same thing that Shvua, to, to, the same Shvua that lady number three or lady number two is getting, lady number three would want and lady number four would want. So lady number two can require that Shvua because all we really need here is a Shvua that lady number one didn't take anything she wasn't supposed to take. And therefore, we don't need, you don't gain anything by a Shvua to, to a third lady and a fourth lady. We just want a Shvua. Don't let this lady take without Ashvua because there are other people waiting in the wings to take and if she, t- if she took and she wasn't entitled to and the estate doesn't have enough assets, then it's going to mess other people over. It's the same. It makes no difference. It's the same Shvua. Over here, but by partnerships, you can't bring me a riot from our Mishnah that Shlichusa Avid, perforce you're doing the Shlichus. No, that he came to court. Maybe he got a bad lawyer. If I would have come to court, I could have had better, I could have brought a better lawyer Lawyer, I would have had better, better, a, a better claim. Okay, and therefore the fact that you took my partner to court and he argued and lost, you can't take anything from me away. You had to come to me to court, and I would have had better time. And by the way, the only time that the shutvis, the shutv can claim this, that you can't touch my my portion of the partnership. He wasn't representing me. Ella delay isa That's if it, if he didn't know about the court case. Meaning if it happened in another city and now imagine this. So I'm a partner. My partner, somebody sued my partner. Now you're coming back to my business venture and you're taking what's mine. What do you, what, what do you mean? You never took me to court. So I, again, if I didn't, if I knew about the court case, the guy was, he, he issued a summons against the business, right? And I knew about it. So then, and, and I didn't come, right? So uh, again, we're saying, someone summoned this partnership to to a court case that wasn't in the city, meaning I didn't know about it. However, so this, that the partner can taina, that I didn't know about this court case and the fact that my partner went to court and hired a bad lawyer or had, or, or had bad, bad tainas, bad claims, don't, don't come back on me, okay? But if I knew about, if he knew about the court case then and he was concerned that his partner might not argue well or might not have a good, a good lawyer, then he should have come, he should have stepped up and showed up. So he should have brought it. Okay, but either way, we have no raya from our case over here. Let's move on to the next. Itmar. 
So we bring a case. So let's say you have two shtaris. And Rashi says what we're talking about over here is so I issued two bills of sale to two different people on the same day. I sold the field twice. So what happens? Rav Amar Cholkin. Rav says, they divide it. Okay, we don't know, meaning days. And like, we're getting into the second part of the Mishnah, where the Mishnah said hours, right, days. And if you don't know, so then Cholkin Beshava. So Rav is saying, so again, in this case, the guy wrote two bills of sale. Rav Amar Cholkin. You divide it. We don't know who, who he meant to give it to. Shmuel Amar Shuda the Daini. That it's left up to the Dayanim. Now, as we mentioned before, when we had Shuda the Dayanim. That is a subject of Machlekes Rashi and Shita Surbein Tam. Rashi holds Shuda the Daini means that it's on the Dayanim to figure out when what was the seller's intention over here. Did he intend? to sell it to number one or to number two? Or who do you intend to give the field to? Number one or number two? It's up to the Dayan. The Dayan have to figure it out. Shita's Rabbeinu Tam is that the Dayan don't have to figure it out, but rather they give it to who they want. Now, Taisa and Baba Basra says, well, one second. So you, they're going to give it to whoever pays them the most. So Taisa says, no, 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 no. Kol, kol Dayan, I'm a Kabbalan Schar in a Dayan. He can't, he can't accept payment for it. So, however, the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef brings a Yerushalmi that's, that says that the Lashon of Shuda Dedaini is Sheikhta Dedaini, which sounds like you basically pay them off to get them to go your way. Again, in understanding Shisri Rabbeinu Tam, it's up to the Dayanim. They don't have to figure out what was the original Das of the giver over here or the seller, but rather, okay, <clears throat> it's totally on the Das. However, the Shach learns in Yerushalmi that it's Lavdafka, that it's the Lashon of Guzma, and of course, it's also to give them money to try to pay them off, and it's also for them to accept money to try to pay them off. But al kolpanim shizur made of tam is that shizur dani means that the dayanim can decide to give it to whom they wish. Versus Rashi holds that they have to figure out specifically. We have to go into the mind of the seller. So now, either way, we have a machlekes. Two stars come out the same day. Who's he sold it to two people? Who is rightfully the owner of this field? So Rav says cholkin. They divide it, and, and Shmuel says. We leave it up to the Dayanim. Rav, so Lema Rav da Amar Let's say that Rav holds like a mayor. Rameir holds Ede Chasim Akarti. Okay, meaning that all we care about to validate the Shtar is the Ede Chasima. The Ede Chasima, in a way, and this is a subject, this is obviously a very complex sugya. We'll get into Gitin Emir Tashem soon, where we'll discuss Ede Chasim Akarti, Ede Msir Akarti, okay, and all of the specific nuances. Does it make the Shtar? Does it, does it, does it affect the transaction? Okay, all the lumdas in, in, in regards to that. But to put this very simply, Rameir holds that all we care about is the signatures on the Shtar. That's what counts. And therefore, and therefore, we, the fact that, I'll just read the words of Rashi, they were signed on the same day, we're obviously talking about a place where hours don't matter, so if you don't write hours, it doesn't only mean that hours don't matter, it means that there's like a cutoff, that basically means at the end of the day, whatever was written on that day takes effect at that time, that hours not only, they, they totally don't matter at all, it's about days, and every day has like a, you know, a cutoff on the day, that's when it batches out, Okay, that's when we batch out all the stars on that day, and that's when they all go into effect. So it's the point is that the signature on the star is what Kaisvin shows the Right? Okay, and therefore, as Rashi says at the end, my shoot the daini ikka. If you're holding that it's only based on what's written in the star, I don't care what the intention was. All stars go into effect at the end of the day, and therefore, what he was basically saying was it should go to both. 
because it went into effect at the exact same time. I only care about the Adam signed on the star. They affected the star. There's no There's no intention. Intention doesn't matter here. It's We go based on what's written in the star. What's written in the star is a specific day. And because there's no hours, the specific day means that at one time, all of stars of that day go into effect. And therefore, there's two stars written on the same field. Well, guess what? It happened at exactly the same time. And that's what we're saying. And therefore, they just split Bishmuel and Shmuel, who says Shudazani, would hold the Amar Kareb Lazar, Ede Mesira Karti. No, that it's not based on the explicitness of the star, but it's the Ede Mesira, okay? And therefore, as Rashi says, Vahacha, Yeshlem, or Shema, Echad, Hayachavev, Alav Yeser, Vikadam, Okay, therefore, since we're not perforce tethered to the actual star and to say that it happened at the same time. Therefore, we, it opens up the ability to say Okay, that Shuda is always better and therefore, if we're not tethered to the actual date in the star, if you don't hold a day, you could hold like Rebbe Lazar and therefore, it, it opens it up to possibly saying Shuda Dedaini, which is a better, it's a better answer. Cholken is never a better answer, right? When there's two things that obviously don't make sense, if we could work it out, if we could work out what the intention was, so then we could say, okay, that's, that's really what his intention was. I, why did he write a second star? He wanted to mess over the other guy. I don't know, you to play with him. But the point is, it's a better effect when we can go into it. In, and just to, to, wait, to explain this on a very simple level, very, very simple level, according to our mayor, Ede Chasima Karti, we only care about what's written in the star. Nothing else matters. And what's written in the star was a date. And because there's in a Makam where we don't write hours, there's a cutoff on the date. And therefore, we don't care what happened. We don't care anything else. It's only about what's written in the star. Therefore, it goes into effect. The sale goes into effect to both parties at the exact same time. And therefore, Rav holds Chulkin. And Shmuel says, no, that... We don't only have to pay attention to the specifics of the star, and therefore it opens it up to possibly saying, Shudadani. I said that very carefully, possibly saying, we'll see the Gemara at the end is going to say, even in Shmuel, who's going in Shizra Balazar, when it comes down to this case, it's actually going to be Machlagis Tanayim. So it's the fact that we're going in Rebbe Lazar, we're not tethered to the star, automatically opens up the possibility of saying Shudadani. Now, first, let's just discuss this. So, the Gemara says, right, we're trying to say that it's a machlikas tanayim, that Rab holds like Rameyer, Eide Chasim Akarti, we're tethered to the star, we care about only the star, there's no possibility of sanctuary to Daini, and, and Shmuel says, we go to Rebbe Lazar, and therefore there's a possibility of sanctuary to Daini. So, the Gemara says, Loi, Tukuli Amak Rebbe Lazar. Really, everybody holds like Rebbe Lazar, Rachel, Mithlgi, this is machlikas. Rab, Savar Chaluka Adifa, Shmuel, Savar Shudu Daini Adifa. No, it's open to interpretation, but when I have something that's subject to interpretation, is, a, is what's a better a better eitz, a chalukah or shudadani? So the Gemara says, no, you can't say that. Umi matzis muk malay rav krebalazar. You can't say that this that both rav and shmuel are going with krebalazar. Why? Rav can't be going with krebalazar. Vamer rav yehuda rav halacha krebalazar begitin. That Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, "B'shem Rav, Rav holds on lachas like Rabbi Lazar when it comes to get and to get." B'chiyam risu kamei Shmuel, Amar after Shtaris. Shmuel said even by Shtaris. So we see that Rav didn't hold by Shtaris. And over here, we're not talking about a get. We're talking about some other star. Star Mechar, as Rashi explained. The other Shemim learned that it can't be a star Mechar. Okay, it has to be a star Matana. But either way, it's it's not a get. Okay, and therefore Rav holds that the halacha is not like Rabbi Lazar. So Mikal the Rav Savar B'shtaris loy El Machvarta. You have to say that Rav is Kremeir. He doesn't hold like Rabbi Lazar by Shar Shtaris. So it has to be Rameir, and therefore Shmuel must be going in Rabbi Lazar. Shmuel Savar Shmuel Kareb Savar Shmuel Kareb Lazar. 
Okay, so we're now at this point we're saying it is Machlekes Tanaim. Rab holds like Rameir, Edi Chasima Karti. Shmuel holds like Rav Lazar, Edi Misiri Karti. Meisvei Frek the Gemara Shnei on Shmuel Shnei Shtaros Hayitzin Biyam Echad Cholken. We see two Shtaros that come out on the same day. Cholken, we divide them. Shmuel, you said Shudah Daini. What are you talking about? It says Cholken. So you have to do Shmuel. So I'm going Shmuel one second. Hamani, it's Rameir he. Vanadami Kerem Belazar. That is Rameir. I hold like Kerem Belazar. So the Gemara said, one second, Ira Meir, Ema Seifa, one second, Ira Meir, Ema Seifa, Kasav Lechad, Umasar Let's say a guy wrote two shtaris on a field. Two shtar mechar on a field. He wrote it to guy number one, and then he wrote it to guy number two. Never gave it to guy number one. He just gave it to guy number two. So Kasav Lechad, he wrote it to guy number one, but never gave it to him. And then Umasar Lechad, he, he wrote another star to guy number two and gave it to him. So Zesha Masar Lechad, we only care about who he gave it to. Who does that sound like? Edi Misira Karti. It's not, what do you mean? He has a star written. The guy could produce a star. He didn't give it to me, but I see the star. It's produced. Give it to him later, whatever. The point is, is that if, if the star is written, the star is signed, and Edi Chasima Karti, then, then it should be, then it should be Cholken. Rameir, it should be Cholken. There should be nothing to talk about it. So how could you tell me that this Shmuel, that this is Rameir? How can you tell me that the first part of the price is Rameir to tell me that that's why it's Cholkin and not Shuda? So, What do you mean? Why is the second guy get it? It's Eide Chasima. We should go based on what's in the Shtar. So the Gemara says, you're right. In Shmuel, we're going to have to say that it's a Machlekes Tanayim. In other words, according to Rav, Rav holds like Rameir, and therefore it's when we say Rameir, it's Cholkin. There's Eide Chasima Karti, when we have Shtaris that, that, that are associated with each other, we can't say Shudadani. We can't open up to interpretation. We don't care what happened. We only care about what's written in the Star. According to Shmuel, Shmuel could hold like Rebbe Lazar, okay? But even in holding like Rebbe Lazar, Shita, Eide Misiri Karti, meaning what, what that means is we don't only have to go based on what's written in the Star. We could go based on Shudadani, but whether we do or not, that's what we're saying. So really, it's not limited. It's not Rameir. There's Rebbe Lazar. And what does Rebbe Lazar hold, or what could Rebbe Lazar hold in regards to conflicting Shtaris? That is going to be You split it, you divide it. Meaning, even if you don't say then you could still, meaning even if you go like Rebbe Lazar and say, when you have conflicting stars, you could stay splitting it. And the Tanoim in Babel say that the Shlish can do what the Shlish can do what he wants. Okay, meaning, what does that mean? That sounds like So again, Rav, <coughs> when you have two stars that are conflicting, in a place where dates um, in a place where they don't write hours, so therefore, and we said that the dates all cut off at the same time. So Rob holds Cholkin. He clearly has to. Rob has to hold like Rameir. So that's why it's Cholkin. Um, but uh, it could be that Rob, and it was at this point, the way we're understanding, Rob, Rob definitely holds like Rameir in regards to the Chasimikarti to Misirikarti by Shar Stars. That's nothing. There's nothing to talk about. And then once you hold like Rameir, so then you have to say Cholkin. There's nothing to talk about in Rebbe Lazar. Okay, in Rebbe Lazar. Um, we say Karti, we could open it up to possibly say Shudah Dadani, but we're saying that that is Machlix, and that's what Shmuel was saying, like Rabbi Lazar, um, because he could not say Shuda in Rameir, like we said, there's nothing to discuss there. But in Rebbe Lazar, it's possible to say Shuda, but it's not necessary to say Shuda. The Daini could be Cholkin, like we're saying that even in Rebbe Lazar, it's Machlix Tanaim, whether Cholkin or Shuda Dadani. Ima, we have a story, Ima de Rami Bachama, Lamar Okva. So she decided to give her stuff, all of her Nechasim, to her son, okay, to Rami. 
So in the morning, then Orta, later in the day, later in the day, she wrote it to Mar Ukva, who was her other son, Barchama. Okay, so So the mother gave her stuff to both of her children, gave gave it all to both of her children. Rami, one in the morning she gave it to Rami, and in the afternoon she gave it over again to Mar Ukva, to a different one. And the question was, who didn't she intend to give it to? So he came to Roshesha, and Roshesha said, Rami, it is yours. Mar Ukva went to Rav Nachman, and Ukva ben Achase, and Rav Nachman told Ukva, no, it's yours. Okay? So now, also Rav Shesha's looking at Rav Nachman. So then, uh, you know, Rami and Mar Ukva said, look, we don't have, we're not going to have a sibling fight about this. How about the two of you, Diana, work this out together? So, also Rav Shesha's looking at Rav Nachman, Amar Leis, Rav Nachman said to my time, Amar, uh, right, so Rav Shesha said to Rav Nachman, why did you give it to Ukva? Amar, uh, my time, Abed Marhachi. So Amar Leis, Rav Nachman said, my time, Abed Marhachi. Why did you, Rav Shesha, give it to Rami? Amar Leis, Rav Shesha said, what do you mean? To cut him. Because Rami was first, it was in the morning. So Amr Leib Nachman said, to be No, we're not Gairis. We don't reckon with Shahis. We don't write Shahis in Shtars, and therefore we don't care about the Shahis. And therefore, the fact that there were Shahis written in the Shtar doesn't mean anything. Ella, Mar Mar Hachi. Okay, so Shesha said, Okay, and tell me, why did you go like Mar Okva? So Amr Leib Nachman said, Shudda the Daini, because I went on Shudda the Daini. Amarlay, right, and and I know that uh, that this mother, right, we looked into the situation. I saw that Marokva was her favorite son, and therefore she obviously intended. She initially thought to give it to Rami, and she's saying, "Oh, I'm gonna give it to my more favorite son." <clears throat> so Amarlay, or Shisha said, "Anami should do the daini." Ah, by the way, I also no, I I made my own shuda, and I decided that Marokva, that, that Rami, sorry, not Marokva, that Rami was her favorite son. Amarlay, Nachman, Chada. First of all, Dino daini, Marla daina. Okay, it's shuda the daini, and you don't rank. Okay, Rav Nachman was master, right? He was the he was the dying. So he's saying to Rav Sheshis, "You don't count as Shuddha the Daini in the face of me. I went out over you." Okay, that's number one. Dana Daino Mar La Daina. The Oid may Kara La Betiras Hachi Asisla. Number two, nice try. You told me that the reason is, is because it's Muktam, and your reason's wrong. That's faulty because we're not in Yushalayim. We don't write Shais, and since we don't write Shais, we don't reckon with. We don't have to be Gerus the Shais, and therefore you're a hundred percent wrong. Okay, um, so. Fine, good. Now let's move on to last story. The Gemara brings Hanu Trey Shtari. There were two Shtaris that showed up in front of Yosef. So two Shtaris that were Shtar Shalmecher on one field. Again, a guy sold the field twice. The dates were different though. Okay, one dating said fifth in Nisan, and one just said Nisan. It didn't say fifth in Nisan. So one said Nisan and one said fifth. Could have been before, could have been later. He gave the Nechassim to the one that had on the star written the fifth of Nisan. This is why should I lose out? Right? right? He said one big Mechadesi. Maybe I'm first of Nisan. So he says, You're right. Okay. It just says Nisan on your star, and therefore it could be that it was Chavtes ben Nisan. So we do have to go in order of days, according to everybody, and therefore since his is fifth in Nisan, that would have to go first. Amar Leis, so he said, okay, fine. At least I want a consolation prize. So maybe I'm Chavtes Nisan. So at least write me a star Tirfa, meaning that this guy messed me over, the guy who sold the field, the Meicher, that if he had other land at that point and had sold it to other Balei Chavin, that I should have a Tvi on that claim from at least from Aleph Ir. He said, sorry, I can't give you that either. That really, you are the Chanis, and you should have taken the field, and you have no right to be Tarif. So I can't write you a Shtar Tirfa. 
Because I can, I can play you both sides. Meaning, I don't know. Maybe you're Chavtes, maybe you're Chavtes Nisan, or maybe you're Aleph Nisan. If you're Aleph Nisan, your Star Tirfa is not valid. I can't write you a Star Tirfa. Because maybe, really, you should have gotten the land and not the other guy. So therefore, I can't write you a Star Tirfa. However, my Takante, all hope is not lost for this guy because Nichtavu, uh, uh, my Takante, what could he do? Um, they can write Arsha, meaning this guy, this guy with the star that's written, just Nisan, can go to the guy who is, hey Nisan, maybe he gives him money, maybe he just appeals to his better sense of judgment, maybe he says, look, I, I know what the situation, I know what they're, I know what they're going to uh, rule, but either way, he can basically cut a deal with him and say, okay, at least give me your tier for rights. Give me your rights to be tariff. And therefore, now, he's going to get the field, okay, but now this guy who has the star that's, that's written, just playing Nisan, is coming... He can ask for a star tier for based on the fact that he has his star plus the tier for rights in case his star was really Aleph Nisan from the fifth guy because the, the guy from the fifth Nisan because he do, he would have tier for rights then so he basically can come in of shach and if he cuts a deal with this guy with the Haven Nisan guy then he would be able to get a star tier for at least chach from Aleph here and be able to collect based on that so now. Let's just quickly summarize. We said that in this Mishnah, we're talking about if a man's married to four women, not on the same day. Then we go in order of when they were married. Okay, lady number one would now have to make a shvua. Lady number two, and like we said later, that lady number two is basically taking the shvua, uh, at least according to one way of understanding it, as a Torah shlichos for all the rest of them. Meaning, lady number, lady number one just needs to swear that she didn't take, she didn't get any money towards Aksuba. She's not taking it improperly and messing over anybody else if the... Um, if the estate should run short of assets. Okay, and then we had a machlekes. What about the fourth lady? The last one in line, Tanakama says she doesn't have to swim, but says she does. Okay, and we had a three-way machlekes to understand the Shmuel said. The machlekes is, is the machlekes of Balchayv Mo'ocher. It's a Balchayv Mo'ocher. Do we say Mashagava Legava? Are we going to claw back Meaning, if we paid everybody, lady number one through four all got paid, and there's an issue with the field. And lady number three, okay, are we going to claw it back from lady number four or not? Okay, and if we're going to if we're going to claw back, then we don't require a shvua. Okay, but if we're not going to claw back, and if we let lady number four keep it, keep what she has, then she does need to swear. Then she does need to swear because um, lady number three is going to lose her field, and if the estate has no more money, but it has no more money because lady number four took it and she took it improperly, so then. We can require lady number four to swear, okay, that she was entitled to the money that she took. So that's one way of explaining it. Nachman says, okay, uh, we're always going to take the money. We're going to call it back from the fourth lady, from the latest Balchayv. And the whole Machlechus here is, are we concerned about Shema Tachsif? Is she going to allow the field to get ruined? Because there's three other ladies waiting, waiting in the wings who collected that could always come back on her to claw back. And therefore, she doesn't feel, uh, you know, imminently uh, secure about what she has, and therefore she's gonna, uh, you know, get what she can out of the land. Prioritize short term, um, short term over uh, long term, and not care for the land. So we we make her make a shvua. So she thinks, and I didn't mention this. I, I neglected to mention this before, but she may, we make her make a shvua so that she thinks that she's going to be, she can feel secure about the land, so she thinks that she's going to be keeping it, even though she's really not. We make her make that make make her make that shvua. Um, and, uh, you know, so we kind of fool her into making that shvua, according to, um, according to, ben, according to Benanas, and Tanakama says that we're not chayshashem and therefore we don't have to require um, a shvua 
at all, okay, she's not going to do it, and therefore we don't have to fool her into trying to make that shvua. We don't have to fool her into thinking that she's going to keep the field. Abaya said the third way was the machalik is Abaya kshisha, meaning there's nothing to do with are we going to claw back or not. It's very simple. Anytime you collect from Yisem, you have to make a shvua. Now, normally, there we, we say Yisem, you have to make a shvua. We talk about Yisem Kitam. The question is, do you have to make a shvua when you swear Yisem, when you take when you collect the ksuba from Yisem and Gedolim, that now would become subject to a bayik shisha, and the smachlik is Tanayim, Tanakama, and Benana says, do you hold a bayik shisha or not? Okay? Um, then we had the story of Bezachan or Bezachan, and we had the din, what happens if you have a partnership, and one of them is taken to court, one of the partners is taken to court, can the other one, right now, the partnership, uh, losing all the assets, could the other partner come and say, hey, one second, we said, what do you mean, Shlichusa Avid, we see it from our mission, we said, there's a difference, over here, Shlichusa Avid, meaning, one person, yeah, can take a shvua on, on behalf of all the other, you know, the, the entire estate, all the other parties, Okay, all the shutvim, I understand that. That's because a shvua is a standard shvua. Okay, it's not subject to legal arguments. However, in a shutvim situation, the partner can say, hey, look, I didn't know about this court case. I would have hired better lawyers and I would have won. So you can't take my stuff. Okay, and again, we said that that's only if he didn't know about the court case. But if, if the court case was going on in the city, okay, so essentially he knew about it, but he decided to wait to see the outcome before he comes in with his claim, okay, then we would not honor his claim, we would not care about the fact that he could make better, better tightness. He should have brought those tightness initially. Okay, then we said in the Mishnah that if they're all on the same day, so then we go based on in Yerushalayim where they write hours is based on uh, who was earlier. Now, what happens in a situation where there's just two stars in one day, place where they don't write hours? So we had a machlik, it's Rav and Shmuel. Okay, what do you do? Meaning the guy sold the field twice to so two different people. Uh, Rav says Cholkin, because again, as we came out at the end, it's subject to Machlick Sanam. He holds like Rameyer, like Rav holds like Rameyer, because he holds Adi Messiah Karti. He, he does hold a verbal lazar in regards to Gitin, but only Gitin, Shar Staris. No, he holds like Rameyer, Adi Chasima Karti. Okay, and therefore we only care about what's written in the Star, what's written in the Star is the date. All the dates, Staris, of that date go into effect at the same time, and therefore there is no Shuddha that I need to figure out. There is no, nothing to figure out. The Star went into effect all at the same time. They were given at exactly the same time, and therefore Cholken, Shmuel says Shuddha okay, meaning, whether that means that Diana have to investigate the matter and look into it, or whether it means, should the Daini, that uh, they can just decide, pick it, they can give it to whoever they want, to whoever they want to, but either way, that's because Shmuel has to hold like Rebbe Lazar, Karti, okay, meaning that, um, Karti, and therefore, we, we can look at the outside events, we're not limited to what does the star say, we look at outside events to determine um, what, what the intent of the seller was over here. Okay, now we said, however, in Shmuel, just because you hold a Rebbe Lazar, it doesn't necessarily mean Shuddha Daini, okay, that it could be, it opens up, it's a possibility, but it actually is a Machlikas Tanayim, we said it's Machlikas Chachamim and Tanayi Bavel, okay, in regards to Ma'ash Yirza Hashlish Yasa. Okay, and then we had the story with Rami and Mar Ukva, where um, Rami's mother gave the Nechassim, uh, um, he wrote it in the morning, and then in the... Um, to give it to um, give it to Rami, and then and then later wrote it to Mar Okva, okay. And Rav Sheshis gave it to Rami, and he said uh, he said, oh, because it was earlier. And Rav Nachman said, well, what do you mean? I don't care that it was earlier. We're not in Yerushalayim. Hours do not matter. So earlier it doesn't rank, okay. So I don't know what you're doing, but what you did was not correct. Um, and, or not, and then when, when Roshesh asked Rav Nachman, why did you give it to Marukva? He said, because she did the dining. And he came back to, so, um, so he tried, Rami tried uh, going back. By the way, I also mentioned the dining. Rav Nachman said, 
I'm sorry, Rav Sheshesh tried saying, uh, tried saying, I also meant Rishu Dadaini, and Ranachman said, sorry, number one, I'm a dying and you're not, and number two, you came to me with faulty reasoning before you said it had to do with earlier and later, and we're not in Yerushalayim, and therefore earlier and later do not matter. And the final case was the two shtaris that came in front of Rav Yasef. One, again, they were sold, guy sold the field twice. One shtar said, hey, Nisan. One said, just regular Nisan, Aleph Nisan, and he gave it to the Baal Hey Nisan, and it, because, because the one that just said Nisan, one said, hey, Nisan, one just said Nisan Stam, the one that said Nisan Stam uh, could have been Later, could have been earlier, we don't know, and therefore you have to give it to the Hey Nisan. And we also wouldn't give him a Shtar Tirfa, okay, because maybe really he was Aleph Nisan and the field uh, should have gone to him. He doesn't really have a claim against any other Balechayv of the seller. And therefore, therefore, what we said was an Eitzah for him is let him go figure it, figure it out. He can get the fifth Nisan guy to write him a Shtar Harsha, which means that if the guy's field that said Stam Nisan really was first, so then he should have gotten the field. Then the, the guy who was written fifth in Nisan, he would have had a Tviya, a claim on the field, okay? And therefore, um, he can basically make this Harsha, and then between, he can come and get a Shtar tier for that way and try to get his money back.